Happy Tuesday, everyone, and thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, as everybody knows, Arizona is a bound. So why don't we talk a little bit of Arizona basketball as – but we're also going to talk a little bit of Arizona football, get some thoughts on Nichols, Arizona. But let's get started here on Locked on Wildcats. You are locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. Happy Tuesday to everyone out there. All right, we got a lot to get to. We're going to talk some Arizona basketball. We're going to talk a little bit Arizona football, but we're going to talk about how Arizona looks. And first and foremost, the first thing that you notice about this Arizona basketball team before you see anything is this team is huge. Now, again, a lot of people don't... uh, a lot of people don't like the four peaks mantra that we're running with here for Umar Ballo, Azulis Tabellas, Henry Vesar, and uh, Dylan Anderson. But I like it, and I think that uh, I think that it works, and I think that it's uh, pretty funny. But you can just tell by watching this team with all uh, you can just tell by watching this team that this is a this is going to be a squad that is going to has a a bigger margin for error i think than most people uh, would maybe uh, would maybe know um basically because they are going to be able to play volleyball at the rim against uh, certain teams there's no doubt about that they're going to be able to um they're going to be able to quite frankly uh beat up little smaller teams and they're going to be able to beat up smaller teams Throughout the course of the regular season, there's no doubt about that. What is also fascinating for me, or excuse me, about this team is that um, you've got a guy in Azulis Tabellis um, that, quite frankly, should be one of the handful of best players in the conference. And he showed that again. I think what's fascinating about Zoo is that um, he is, uh, again, he's a quieter guy for sure. But when he is focused and he is engaged, he is a problem, and you saw that out there. Um, one thing about him is that he doesn't always um, he doesn't always exert himself, maybe in the manner in which. But, but so far, so good this season. He uh, he basically he basically is a guy right now that I think is kind of at the stage where you watch him and you're like, all right. Every single game, and we've talked about this before, 18 and 8. That's what I want to see. 18 and 8 every single game. Can you get 18 and 8 from him? I believe that you should be able to. This is a guy that he's quicker than most, he's bigger than most. And honestly, he is he's just a better basketball player than most guys are out there at this at this point. And I think that he's going to be able to be that guy. Um, now it's going to help him a lot because as you saw, he's going to be, um, he's going to be followed by a lot of talented guys out there. And that, uh, by that, I mean, players that, um, have a great deal of talent, have a great deal of, uh, um, of skill to their game. And 
they're also big. You want you look at Umar Ballo, he is a massive individual. He is a guy that is you watch him and you're like, man, that guy just looks like, you know, that's not a guy you want to mess with. And quite frankly, that's not a guy that you want to mess with on the boards as well. He's huge. And honestly, he's a player that I think, you know, at some point he is going to be the uh he's I don't think he's an NBA player, but man, I was right about him or wrong about him in that he is a he's got some real talent to his game. He's got some real um you know, he he's obviously bulked up a lot and you watch him and you're like, man, that's a guy that worked hard in the weight room and I think you're going to see a similar stat line. I think you're going to be able to see him get 12 and 8 pretty much every game this season. I don't see why he can't, honestly. I think that he's got the uh, the capabilities of doing that. I also think that he is going to uh, get to the point where he's never going to be a quick twitch muscle type guy. I'm, you know, I'm certainly not saying that, but I also think that he can be a player who honestly you're like, all right, you can be you can be kind of that next level type player right there. And um, I do believe that uh, between him to Bellis, Vesar and Dylan Anderson, you're watching a, uh, you're watching a group of players right there that um, honestly, I think are going to be problems for pretty much everybody out there. I'm care. I'm very curious to see what this team looks like again uh, going forward, but man, they have a margin for error right there. They have a real margin for error. And I think that's, what's exciting about them is that, you know, and Tommy Lloyd is going to let them run. Now you look at the perimeter, obviously Courtney Ramey wasn't out there last week. So, you know, there's uh, you know, that's a, uh, you know, that's a little bit of a, uh, you know, a, a drawback, but he also is going to be a, uh, he's going to be a guy that um, I think you can count on him, but I like what I saw from Cedric Henderson Jr. I've liked Cedric Henderson pretty much the entire, uh, pretty much the entire season. And uh, going into this year, I thought, um, I thought that, you know, this will be a, uh, this will be a guy that um, can kind of be the jack of all trades. And I don't see anything from him that indicates to me that he can't be that jack of all trades because he's got that, he's certainly got that ability. And I think you're going to be able to see that from him. Um, You watch Kirk Creesa, we've talked about it, just need him to shoot better. That's pretty much where kind of we're at right now. If he can shoot better, then I think we're kind of at the point where, you know, you can get pencil him in for being 13 points, being 14 rebounds, being something like that, because he's got that capability and he's a talented dude to begin with. Now, um, I do think that uh, when it comes to this squad, you're going to, uh, you know, there's going to be some moments where you go against quick and athletic teams that, you know, they might have a little bit of a problem. And you know what, if you have a little bit of a problem, I get it. But this is also a team though, that, um, when you look at it, you got Courtney Ray, or excuse me, you got Pella Larson. My bad, Pella. Um, again, that's on me. But uh, Pella Larson is a player. There's no doubt about it. You watch him, and you're like, all right, that's kind of what that's what good basketball players look like. Now, I'm not for sure that he's an NBA player. Um, he might be, but I don't necessarily see that. Again, I could be totally wrong on that. I didn't think Pella was good to begin with. So you can certainly take what I'm saying with this with a total grain of salt. But I also think, though, that he is uh, he's going to be a very good player. If he's not an all-conference player, he's probably going to be somewhere 
you know, in that uh, in that discussion, and I think that's an exciting uh, I think that's an exciting avenue there for Arizona fans as well. Now, when I watch this, when I do watch this team, I think to myself that there's going to be a uh, there's going to be a team right now that um, I don't know there's going to be a team until Tennessee that's really going to test Arizona. And quite frankly, that's not a bad thing because, again, this is a team that Arizona Arizona got some real skill right here. You got some real players to them. And, again, until probably about Tennessee. Again, I think Tennessee is probably going to be that line right there. If you got Tennessee, that's where you'll be able to find it. Last year, Kirk Kreese has struggled with them in a big way. Um Going into this, obviously, you're hoping he's a little stronger. He's a little bit better with the ball. I think everybody is certainly hoping that. And if that's the case, then Arizona is going to be better for the wear. Um, you know, again, Tommy Lloyd has supreme confidence in Kirk Carissa. We've talked about that from day one. And the Tommy gun gets the benefit of the doubt on pretty much anything because watching, a, you know, when you watch this Arizona basketball team, you kind of know that this is going to be a, a team that – might take a little bit of time, but you look at what Lloyd did with the squad last year. You look how much different they look, you know, without, you know, how much different Ben Matherin looked, how much different Dalen Terry looked, how much different Christian Coloco looked, all of those players right there. And kind of at the point right now where I think that uh, you got to trust Tommy Lloyd. And when he says that these guys are going to be fine, I'm pretty much at the point now where I think that all of these are going to, um, that all of these guys are going to be okay. Um, I give Nichols a ton of credit because, again, they did try to play their game. And I do want to say this. It always uh, cracks me up when you get teams out there that don't play basketball the way that they can play basketball. Um, Nichols is a team that is an up-and-down team. And why in the world wouldn't you – why in the world wouldn't you play more up-and-down basketball? You know, if, if, that's, if that's the way you play, why would you go against a good team that you're probably not going to beat – and say, you know what, we're not going to do what we do. That's never made any sense to me whatsoever. So big kudos to Nichols for doing that. Again, not Nichols State. Um, there's some guys, too, that you can tell it's going to take a little bit of time. I think, um, you know, again, I like Vesar and I like Dylan Anderson a lot. I think they're going to stick. They're both a little bit different, but they both have a lot of qualities to themselves right now. Um, I think what's also fascinating about them is where – um, how quickly do they develop? Because if you look at it now, I think that Vesar's got a better basketball build and he's probably got more skills, but he's so long. And again, he's kind of got that praying mantis type build to him. Whereas Dylan Anderson, and it's weird saying this, but Dylan Anderson's more cut up. Dylan Anderson is a, he just looks like he's in better, sh uh, you know, he just looks more physically imposing. And that's big kudos to the Arizona uh, uh, strength and conditioning staff. Because again, when, you know, when, there was a lot of questions about Dylan Anderson when he came in. What's he physically going to be like? Where exactly is everything? Anderson, you know, showed in a big way what he can do. And I think that's where something, if you're an Arizona fan, you're excited to see what he can do. Now, um, going forward, Arizona is going to be in that kind of that two to three game uh, per week uh, 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 realm. It's going to be fascinating to see what they can do during certain games. But I think when you look at the rest of the Pac-12 it's hard to look at Arizona and say that, man, they don't have a good, they don't have as good a chance as anybody of winning the conference because quite frankly, they do. Um, you look at the odds right there. You look at where Oregon, uh, excuse me, you look at Oregon, you look at UCLA, you look at all of that. And this is a team that I think can pretty much, uh, 
can beat any of those teams. Now, UCLA might be better. I don't know. Big shout out to uh, Michael Defoe on uh, looking at and seeing their strategies before pretty much anybody else did or some of their uh, their weak links. But Arizona also has a little bit of um, uh, Arizona also has a little bit of a a big advantage on them, to be honest with you, because this is a squad with a UCLA that is that is just not big. Um, again, you got one guy in Bona who's really big, but other than that, you don't have a ton. You don't have a ton of guys who are capable, I guess, of being able to uh, kind of beat you up down low. And Arizona's got a multitude of those players. So that's what's exciting, though, from an Arizona. That's what's exciting from an Arizona perspective. Um, now, when it comes to the rest of the team, where exactly are we now? Um you look at it, and I think getting Courtney Ramey back will certainly help. You watch Ramey, and you know that he's going to be a player that Tommy Lloyd, that the Tommy Gunn is a big fan of. And it's easy to see why you would be a big fan of him, because honestly, um, he plays under control. He can play defense. He can make the open three. You watch him, and like our good friend John said, he looks like the kind of player that would be at Cincinnati, that would be at one of those schools. So you got Ramey in there. Um, he'll probably uh, get back into starting, I would imagine. But who knows that we didn't even talk about is Adama Ball. Um, you watch him out there. When he enters, enters the game, he is long, he is athletic, and he's got a lot more skills than I think some people thought that he probably did, maybe me included. Just saying, maybe me included, not totally confirming that. But he's good, though. He is, he is a real problem out there, and he's got a next – He. I don't know that he's an NBA player, but I also don't know for a fact that he's not. And if you were to tell me that he's an NBA player and he's going to be in the league for 10 or 12 years, it wouldn't surprise me in the least because he's got a lot of tools to be able to work with right there. Now, um, with uh, when it comes to the rest of this squad, I do think that, um, um, again, I don't know that they're national title contenders. said that from day one, but I also don't know that uh, – that I might not have underrated them a little bit as well. So we'll see exactly where everything is going forward, but there's a lot to like about this squad. I don't think there's any, any doubt about that. Now, another thing that there's a lot to like about is Nissan. Here's the deal with Nissan right here. Another bringing in all the big sponsors right here. Nissan is all right. So here's the deal. Um, our, our partners at Nissan have worked with us to create a new segment across the Locked On College Network called Thrilling Moments, where we highlight the most exciting plays from uh, uh, a, a team throughout the history of the alma mater. This week's thrilling moment is going to be Arizona against uh, uh, North Carolina in, uh, excuse me, Arizona, North Carolina Um 1996, Mike Bibby goes in, makes his debut in Chapel Hill and absolutely dominates the North Carolina Tar Heels. Uh, you know, you've got uh, Miles Simon was out. So Jason Terry stepped in. Michael Dickerson had a massive game, uh, 30 points. And Arizona won. And Arizona would go on to beat them later on in the season as well. But that is your thrilling moment right there. This segment has been inspired by the thrilling new designs Featured across Nissan's new lineup of vehicles, pursue what thrills you. All the new Frontier Armada or Pathfinder today, available now at NissanUSA.com. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with you, and we're going to look ahead to a little bit of Arizona football.
Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now it's Arizona football time as well. Um, again, a lot of people are down on the Cats because, again, Arizona basketball is here. When Arizona basketball gets here, generally people start to look the other way. I am not down on the Cats. Again, Arizona had a bad game against Utah. There's no doubt about it. But you need to remember, too, there wasn't a ton that was expected from this team going into the season. This was supposed to be about a two-and-a-half win team. I still believe that they're going to be somewhere in that four-win realm. And honestly, if you're in that four-win realm, you're total. I'm totally cool with that. Now, uh, where is Arizona going to be then uh, at the end of the year? You got Arizona State. You got Washington State. You got to get, get a win there somewhere. Um, I don't care who it is. I'd prefer it to be ASU if there's only one. But if you could get Washington State and you could get Arizona uh, State, that would be five wins going into the offseason. You would have a two-game winning streak as well, which would be all kinds of fun for Arizona fans. That would be a big-time thing right there. So, again, we'll find out exactly where Arizona is. But I do think that there's an opportunity there for the Cats to uh uh, to, to get a couple wins. Now, I think UCLA is going to be a tough game, but we saw last year that Arizona matched up pretty well with UCLA as well. So we'll find out exactly where um, where Arizona is in that game. But uh, there's again, there's a lot to like, though. One thing, though, that I will tell you about is bet online. Again, you might say to yourself, bet online, which, uh, where should I get all my stuff? Or bet online is where it's at. Now, um, as I put the, uh, you might, the thing, great thing about bet online is this, and it's simple. You go in there and there's no gimmicks. There's no games. There's no plays. There's no nothing. You know where it is. It's easy for everybody to navigate. And I think that's probably one of the reasons that it has been such a highly thought of thing over the years. And again, I liked Arizona before the season, with the over two and a half. Arizona hit the over two and a half. And if you'd been on bet online, you would have gone in there. It would have been easy for you to do everything. So again, check it out. The Bet Online Sportsbook. We'll be right back with you, wrapping everything up and looking ahead to Wednesday. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now, well, Arizona, Arizona basketball. Again, this feels to me like a team that's probably going to be a top fifteen team pretty much all season. Arizona basketball or Arizona football going to take a little bit more time. Obviously, there's no uh, no question about that. But the uh, looking ahead, though, if you look at Arizona's schedule next year, while they had a brutal schedule this year, that schedule is certainly not as brutal uh, uh, coming up. I think, again, I think there's six to seven wins to be had from this team, and I'm going to be excited to see exactly how they can push this, how exactly they can do that. But overall, it is a good time to be an Arizona uh it's always a good time to be an Arizona Wildcats fan, but this is a big good time as well to be that fan, mainly because um, basketball is obviously back and football again took a couple steps back, but football is also uh, football is also on the up and up and going to make some plays there. So again, everybody out there, you have a great rest of your Tuesday. We will be back with you tomorrow. We got a lot to get to. We're going to talk again some Arizona basketball a little bit Arizona football. We're going to talk some Arizona women's basketball as well. We can't forget that Adia Barnes and everybody is back in the mix. And so again, we will, uh, we're going to keep everybody up to date on that. But uh, again, 
Um, when you look across the uh, spectrum, I don't know that there's anything better than Arizona uh, basketball between the men's and the women's. Big shout outs to Dave Hickey, uh, President Robbins for making all this happen. We will be back with you tomorrow. And as always, thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. We'll talk to you soon.